We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. This is the PGP. Catch it every single week on iTunes. Simply search Permission Granted. You'll find it on its own iTunes feed. It's also on the DA Show iTunes feed where you get the rest of the DA Show's episodes. And you can also catch it on the website, daoncbs.com. You'll see all of our big smiling faces there. little programming note, Sunday Morning Football will be uploaded in podcast form each and every week. I know not everybody can catch it live 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. Eastern time on CBS Sports Radio. So what you can do is listen to it as soon as the show is over, anytime throughout the day. This week, we had it up on the website, daoncbs.com, immediately, but it did not load to iTunes immediately. We got it up on iTunes on Monday, but a day late. Normally, Sunday Morning Football will be uploaded to both platforms, the website and iTunes, usually within the hour after we sign off the air at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So Mraz joins me now, and football's back, and that means that we now have the Battle of the Bulge underway. You go 2-1. and one. Huge freeze goes 0-3, so an early lead right now for Mraz. You've got to be feeling good about this. My question is, do you think Huge makes it through all 17 weeks, or if he's if he's losing badly, he bails on his responsibility? I think his track record as a human and as an employee here tells me that he will bail on responsibility. As a human? Uh, yeah, I mean, his whole life has been about bailing. Bailing when the going gets tough all the time. Yeah, I do think if I really punish him into the ground, he will bail. I will say a part of me feels a little broken up that I took the Lions laying the six and a half and trusted a Matt Patricia-led team, and I didn't jump out because I feel like really making that statement 3-0 and to an 0-3 set the tone, and I think I gave him belief with a Jet win, and I don't like giving him belief. But ultimately, I do think that the talent and abilities of me compared to him will shine, and we. my assumption is by Thanksgiving we'll have heard the last of Robbie. <laughs> because, honestly, if it was a six-game lead early, it's hard to make that up over the course of a season. We've seen you struggle to get to two and one, and then you have a couple of one and twos in a row, and it's just very, very hard to make up a lot of ground. Right, because no matter what he did, as long as he doesn't go three and zero, oh, if I just keep going two and one, it's like keep away the whole time. You know, it's hard to catch at that point. Takes it's going to take at least three weeks of making up one game a piece. Just it's tough to do. So we'll see. Look, if I go three and zero here and zero and three, and now suddenly I'm at five and one and he's zero and six, we may not hear from Robbie by week three. That might be it. But I'll give him to at least Thanksgiving before I'm sure he'll bail. And then uh, you know we'll have five extra minutes every Thursday to figure out what we're going to do. So then the problem is 
if he does bail, obviously you win the competition. That means that Robbie's never allowed to the airways ever again. Does that mean we're not allowed to even say huge freeze anymore? No. Well, see, that's a good point. I think we have to acknowledge that this happened. We did rip the banners down, but I do like being able to refer to it as huge freeze. He who shall not be named, but his actual real name will no longer be named. We, his drops can live and his rejoiners can live. But when we go through the annals, like if we do a 10-year anniversary. The annals. Yeah, the annals of DA show. The annals. Oh. <laughs> I think I've heard annals as well, although no. obviously I know what anal means. And that's. What you heard was. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer and Carton used to play the drop. They might still, when they say the annals of history, they, they make a drop that says the other one. And, and I think I just realized that it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, the, the you know what's from history. Okay, well, anyway, when we go through the DA Show history, 10-year anniversary show, I don't think we could play any of Robbie in that. From that standpoint, his records, again, have been scrubbed clean, banners taken down. But much like you can go to YouTube and find a Reggie Bush highlight, even though those games didn't technically exist, you could hear a drop or a rejoiner on the show. Hmm. He's got to be fired up, though, about his Vikings. Great. Is there, could you be more arrogant about a team that's won nothing for you in your life? I mean, that's that's the other part. That's where he's hard to like. Hard to like a guy who shows arrogance of a Patriot fan for a team that's done nothing at all in his life. I got to tell you, football season's when you usually get all jammed up on Twitter because you'll say something and people rip back on you and old takes exposed and all of that. What's been the harshest critique you have now suffered on Twitter through the first weekend of the season? Ooh. Well, I'll tell you, on one side, I'm very lucky that I didn't wave the pom-poms for Saquon Barkley over Sam Darnold in the draft. Because had I done that, yeah. I don't know that my Twitter account would exist this morning okay. on a Tuesday morning. That could haunt you. Based off that. Uh, the thing I got hammered on, I don't honestly, I think I've survived, unless you've seen something. Uh, no, for now, I think you're okay. I did, though, Sunday around 7.30, guarantee... The Giants are going to beat the Cowboys in Dallas. That's been noted. I've seen people already, oh, takes exposed have that. So if the Cowboys happen to beat the Giants on Sunday night, that'll be my first moment where I got hammered. But I don't think that'll happen. But I, I firmly guaranteed it. I got jammed up last night because I made the boys to men joke. Monday night football. Not taking your own advice. Boys to men does the halftime music video. Their second appearance on the NFL's opening weekend doing the national anthem in Philly on Thursday. And I made a crack on Twitter, you know, love to see Boys and Men getting this much work, but where's the fourth member? I just, I hope that he's not slinging cheesesteaks at midnight at Geno's. <sighs> and then that just created a cascade, a firestorm. Because apparently that fourth member left for health reasons. Yes. He left for health reasons. Also, apparently personal problems. He is appearing on Celebrity Juror right now, so, I mean, it can't be that bad. Okay, yeah, so if he can make appearance. Now, DA, you know me. There's nothing I like better than a good excuse when you do something wrong. Right. Get yourself out of it. Right. And I think this is a time of need for you. If I would, <laughs> if I were to give you a good excuse, it would be this. If you're that passionate about knowing where the fourth member of Boys to Men is, that you're killing you for it and that you should know that— I think it's time to recheck your life because nobody should know that much about boys to men. So you're saying the Twitter followers that hammered me. They kind of remind me of the Jack Hay fans from the first year. What are you doing with your life? So I, I don't think that's too inexcusable because boys to men is never in the news and you only see them seemingly at random sports events and never with a hit anymore. 
that I don't think you really should get killed by the people who know what happened to the fourth member of Boys to Men. It's, you know, it's not exactly on the CNN ticker every day. Okay, so here you go. For you, you're going to you're going to help me spin it. I'm spinning me- to be there, the idiots. Yeah, you're they're a, the morons. You're a loser for actually knowing where the fourth boys okay, to men guy okay. is. I really believe that. Do you think it was insensitive for me to tweet that? No, not okay. if you. Not if you. First of all, it's only insensitive if you're aware. I didn't know. Right, if you're absolutely aware, and like you made a really bad joke about where he was, kind of like your foot jokes today, right? Like about the kid that lost his foot uh, that plays for Central Oklahoma in the train accident. Again, we now know he's not in critical condition and alive. So I thought those jokes were fine. I think it's time so to laugh about this. That's the line. That's the time to laugh. He, this happened Sunday morning. We joked about it Tuesday morning. You joked about it yeah, Tuesday Yeah, I wouldn't morning. have done it Monday morning. I okay. think by Tuesday morning, the dust 48 is 48-hour rule? Well, because you got to make sure there's no complications that really do happen from this foot removal. Uh-huh. And it looks like everything's fine. So I make the Uber joke, the Willie Taggart joke. You and Bilotti <laughs> refuse to, to laugh at either. I think it's fine. Had you made a, a boys to men like, oh, he's still in the hospital joke, like something really cringeworthy, yeah, you deserve to get hammered. You didn't know. You made a stupid cheesesteak joke, which probably wasn't that funny to begin with. But nonetheless, okay. I don't think you can blame it. It's those people knowing what happened to him they are to blame. Get a life. Oh, look, I, I like that twist on things by you. You're always a good at that. Uh, number number good at that. Number three, my wedding reception comes up this Saturday. Fired up. This is big. I've uh, finalized the pasta bar options. Okay. We will have you ask me specifically for the details on this. I just like to mentally prep on what I'm going to eat a week ahead of time. I'm actually not eating pasta all week, knowing that that will be my main course of action on Saturday. Uh, you get to choose the type of pasta. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a linguine. There's uh, maybe. A... I love how it's like Olive Garden, by the way. Endless bowls. <laughs> it is. It is. Because <laughs> we're not doing the sit-down formal right. dinner. We did not want that. I always feel like that can be a uh, grind to a halt moment of the wedding. Of the and wedding. I, I wanted people to be dancing mostly, drinking mostly, and eating mostly. But, uh, you know, not sit-down formal. Okay, get formal. down. Uh, get sit-down. Your filet mignon's here. Did not want to do that. So we have um, an hour of past apps and uh, hand-plated items, which will be a series of, like, uh, cheeseburger sliders. And uh, we have uh, a lobster tortilla thing, I believe. We have um, bacon-wrapped chicken with pineapple. Mm. There's some really good hand-passed options here. We go on a pig in a blanket, too? Or? No, there's a flatbread option, I believe. So we got got some options there. Okay. okay. All you can ask for is options. Yeah. It's a lobster avocado salad, I believe. So okay. Should... I mean, yeah, you salad, I'm out. But yeah, okay, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll deal with the sliders. So, and then we have pasta bar, pasta station, where we have multiple chefs that will be making your pasta to order in front of you. So you will choose your pasta, and then you will choose your sauce, your type of pasta, then your sauce. There is a seafood fra diablo, which is going to be the spicy. Got to have it. There is a cream-based sauce with mushroom. And there is a sausage and it's not peppers. It's a sausage and broccoli. Uh, like a, oh, nice. Yeah. A little yeah. broccoli rob maybe? I don't know if it's broccoli rob, but it's it's fresh sausage and it's broccoli in uh, with the sauce as well. So you can go up as many times as you want. I think I might hit all three. Really? Now, I do have a question. I do have to worry uh-huh. from a standpoint of eating at weddings and seeing the situation unfold. Mm-hmm. Any worry about a long line building on the pasta station? Well, I think we're going to have multiple chefs working it. Okay. That, you know, you got one guy back there yeah. with two things, you know, 100 people lined up. Things could get dicey. Then. That's right. Then yes. that could bring the wedding to a halt. Yeah, you that's know? right. Uh, luckily, official final count, only 97 people coming. Okay. So we hit the under on 100. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that's good for you. It'll it'll clear some space for elbow room for you to eat and get up to that line. I would agree. Are there seating arrangements or sit wherever you want? Yes, no seating arrangements. We will have seating for everybody. We'll have space for everybody, but you can sit with whoever you want, wherever you want. Okay, I like that. I, I like not being forced to sit next to Same. somebody. Same. I never wanted to do that. You know, looking over, it's like, oh, he paired me with this guy. You know Exactly. You know, whatever happens, happens. I know you've been, you've been worried about babysitting Bilotti. Yeah, and now Pete can make his own friends. He can spread spread his wings and fly. You know what I mean? I don't need that. I don't need to be his caretaker. So in from the station, you, Danielle, Bilotti, and Bridget, Bogish, I think his wife is coming. Right. Um, Ward and Aurora. Oh, Ward is making it. He I, was questionable at one point. Oh, he told me he was going to make it. I don't know. Maybe something Never changed mind. recently. You're right. He was questionable for another wedding we have the weekend after. I'm getting okay. these confused. And Jolton Joe D and his girlfriend. Okay, so that's a packed house then. We're yeah, good to go. Let's yeah. go. Good CBS uh, representation. Yeah, I also heard from Joe D today because I was talking to him about how far the wedding was from him. I was thinking about blowing up an air mattress, sleeping at Joe's, if uh, worst case scenario. Nice. We haven't come that way yet. We'll see what happens. But point being, <laughs> Joe said, uh, and just to update everybody, his mother once again has found condoms the condos? He said his girlfriend is almost living at his place now over all the time, and his mom's still cleaning his room while the girlfriend's leaving there, has found more condoms. And Joe got into a little argument with her. <laughs> said, Mom, you should be happy I'm still using these. I have a long-time girlfriend. <laughs> and she's just, she's not happy. Joe's mom, Joe, the Trojans, what are you doing with the girl up in the room? I found the condos. <laughs> so I, that was always a famous drop. So I was actually talking to Joe a little bit during the show, and he told me you wouldn't believe, you know, discussing... His mom, his mom might drop him off at the wedding. She found the condoms again. It's a whole thing. I mean, Joe, at some point, clean your own room. So you're thinking about crashing at Joe D's? Now, it's funny. Joe, the first time Joe was going to hear about this is on the podcast because I was feeling him around how far he lived. Uh, how far is it? Uh, he said it's a half hour. Okay. So it's doable. So basically, my whole bit is I didn't get a hotel because at first... Danielle on Sunday morning, her birthdays this week, has like a birthday breakfast plan with her mom and her aunts. And I have a flag football game. So I said, if I'm staying, because it's like two hours away, if I'm staying up and we're going to make it back for both these, you know, we should find a way to get home. Now is the time's come and, you, you know, you really want to get the drinks flowing. We're both doing rock, paper, scissors on the driver there. And we're <laughs> like, maybe we should find another way to uh, to make sure we stay, even for like a six-hour snooze, get back in the car and head back home kind of deal. So, you know, even if I brought an air mattress, Joe, how are we getting to make? Can I drive to your house? Maybe we Uber there. You don't want to do the the late hotel too much money to spend for like six hours and that exactly because we're not it's not like we're gonna sleep in and relax i'm gonna be on the move right. that kind of deal and then the problem is the train we looked into because it's right by a train stop the last train home is 1108 but there's an after party right so if i'm rushing on 1108 i miss the after party so regardless by hook or by crook we'll find this the real scam i'm gonna have is danielle you have drink two drinks early okay have, have some water the rest of the night and let shawnee play so the time is 7 to 11, and then at 11 o'clock, we have the after party uh, right next door, and the bar closes at 2. How late do you think you'll go? Honestly, I hate to put a time on it. It just has to be a feel okay. for the events. Right. If I'm going home and it's a longer drive, I probably won't stay till 2 to get home at 3, 3.30. Maybe that would be a 1 o'clock to get home like 2.30. But, I mean, if I'm just in a raging mood, then, you know, that's what happens. And I stay and we'll go. I'll sleep underneath the tent on the back lawn. Tough that the train stops at 1108. Uh, that's because that's the thing, because the train is right there. I asked you about that. Had you had a, um, a 1230, 1 a.m. train, I think it parlays perfectly. I could have made the last Long Island Railroad train. Could there be a later train out of, like, White Plains? 
Well, I, I know nothing about that area. I didn't even know that that was possible. Yeah, I, there's multiple train lines. Gotcha. So maybe on that line, the last one's 1108 at that stop. Maybe there's a different stop where there's a bigger hub that, you know, perhaps you can Uber to that hub and then take the train. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that. How far is this north of the city? I don't, I'm so... We're having it on the Hudson. This is real personal now yeah. for the PGP. Um, you know, it's... I sound like Hurricane Jen. You know, 45 minutes. Oh, not bad at all. Uh, bottom line is this. I'm filling up. We're going to have a good time. Oh, and yeah. I got the dancing shoes on. Yeah, so good. Good. I'll be boogieing for sure. I worked hard on this playlist. I hard. Will, I will absolutely be a big-time dancer at this wedding. Love this. Because I said to uh, the Bourbon Bell, I said, you know, this sounds crazy, but what we really should have done in retrospect is target, because we didn't send out a lot of invitations. Obviously, it's less than 100 people. We wanted to keep it relatively small. I mean, not like the 300-person pound, 300-person uh, kind of 800-pound gorilla weddings that just seem you don't get to talk to everybody. You don't right. get to meet everybody. Um, and it just feels like too big. I said, but you know, we, we gave these out very specifically to only our really close friends, really close family. I said, we, we should have targeted specific people that we knew was going to get down and party because we did ha end up having about 20 people that declined. So we had 120 invites out there, basically. You know, and if you know you're going to get about 100 people. You want 100 people that are going to make it the best party yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. So I thought back and said, you know, this person, this person, we, we, they Look, weren't that close, but we could have given them the invite knowing that they were going to bring the party. I will tell you this. you got a couple days to go, and as we close the PGP here, <laughs> I want you to get me a list, even maybe some faces, okay. of those you think are fringe partiers that could make the party if you actually get them up to dance, but you don't know they will. I'll get them up to dance. Okay. I can go on that. That could be my little mission. Hey, get out here. You know, I got my ways. So, basically, I'm going to give you the card that Kirk Cousins has in his locker right. for the media. Right, exactly. Their picture and their names so that you can identify them. They identify them. George, come on. We got the electric boogie out there. Let's go. <laughs> got to make the party a good one. All right. Well, uh, next week we'll have the recap of the party. I, <laughs> I know that Lewis in Palmdale wanted us to get more in-depth on ALF. Uh, that'll come. We have right. a big event here. Uh, yeah, uh, listen. DA's wedding's here. ALF premiere isn't for like four months. <laughs> we got time, Lewis. <laughs> All right, Side B is coming up right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome into Side B of the PGP. Mraz here with you, host of Side B, and of course the executive producer of the DA show. Joined by a very inquisitive and, dare I say, grumpy Andrew Bogush here on Side B. Bogey? I am a little grumpy this morning. Yeah, what? First of all, you just gave me the weirdest look. I guess because I started recording before you were already set up. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell if you were being real or not. So that that was the yeah hmm. puzzled look. You've known me long enough to know that I'm not real. I just we didn't have headphones on. I wasn't set up yet. I don't. I was waiting for you like maybe to make a joke, and then you were doing it for real. Listen, so I know your time. Off. Your time is precious, Bogus. I'm just trying to make things happen here for you. Okay? I appreciate that. So, what are you so grumpy about in general? You know what? I, I don't. I don't know. I was fine. I'm actually. Do you want the full story? The whole story? Do you yeah, care? Yeah, it's, it's the Permission Granted podcast. We go behind the scenes. What's behind the scenes with you, Cookie? So, uh, I guess uh, I, I knew before you told me how bad things were for me and my career. I had some acknowledgement oh, no. of that of that system of those issues. 
So I actually have been working, I guess, since the spring now with like a voice coach to go over, like to make me sound, I don't know, older, have a deeper voice. Because I, when I when I have applied for certain jobs, people here at CBS, I wish you sounded like this. I wish you sounded like this. So I've I've been trying to figure out how to huh. maybe make me sound a little bit better, a little more polished. Okay. A didn't, little less young. Didn't know you were going to a voice coach. Okay. So um, I, I have like weekly assignments and I have my, we have our meeting this afternoon and she gave me this thing to read to practice like techniques we've been learning and it's driving me nuts. And I'm very hard on myself and I feel like I'm getting caught up on things that I should have like mastered 12 years ago. Is that because I'm in your head? No, I'm in, no, but this is part of my point with you <laughs> going back to you is that I don't need you to tell me how crappy things are. I'm fully aware of how crappy things are. So I I'm plenty in my head long before you even open your mouth. Okay. Well, so, this is my mind is blown. Okay. Because I will just say this. Number 1. I don't even know why I'm going to number these points, right. but Number one, you know I'm good at going number one and then B. Yes, I don't, I don't stay with the with the numerals. Right. <laughs> number right. one, I'm tired. B, it's late. I approached you, fifteen. I'm sorry, almost an hour ago. About hey, can you tape side B this morning? Yeah. Right. Knowing that you know Pilates is way too busy for the Prince Getter podcast these mm. days, and I didn't prep you on what we were going to talk about. I had some ideas, and this is not where I thought we were going. I'm sorry, you asked me a question. No, I'm no a question, and, honestly. And I and you actually dropped something intriguing here because it's been something that relates to stuff that has been brought about on the show on the Permission Grader podcast. So, number two, when I say these things, still, and now the big date that this would be coming up, the wedding is yeah. this Saturday, which yeah. started this whole thing. I had no idea you were seeing a voice coach. Yeah. Is that like seeing a therapist for radio people? Uh, no, I now need a therapist for the <laughs> for the self defeat that's creeping into my head as I work with this voice coach. And I would also say that, of course, because it's always got to come back to me. I am now paranoid that I too one day will need to see a voice coach. No, I don't. The point for me is not as a update anchor, or the host of a show. It's I'm well, I guess as a host, it would help, or maybe an anchor more. But you're like, it's okay if you sound like you because you're going to host a show. If you were to call a game, you might want to sound more like Joe Buck. So they maybe. Are you hiring Joe Buck's uh, voice coach? No, you know what? <laughs> Our previous boss here, Eric Spitz, who I, who has had some of the same critiques from me, suggested finding someone, gave me the name of the gentleman that CBS sends its announcers to. Okay. And I'm not going to name names, but guys who have, who I think I sound like, have gone to him, sounded better. Guys without big, deep, booming voices. So I was like, oh, this might this might help. It was like hundreds of dollars per hour for this guy. Oh. So, and, you know, normally, if I was important, like CBS pays for their play-by-play guys to talk to this gentleman and work with him. I was going to pay for me, and I don't have hundreds of dollars lying around per week. Start a GoFundMe, perhaps? Uh, right. So this the woman I'm working with now is very reasonably priced and very helpful. Um, but but it's yeah. crushing my soul because I can't do what she's asking me to do. Well, what is she asking you to do? You want to do a little right now? So, the, I mean, the point is just adding more variety to my voice. So talking low like this and then jumping into a higher voice and slowing things down to prove points, but then to move on quicker to get to the next thing. So it's all these that things. That little up and down just gave me a little soothe, a little so, chill. So those things to me are all supposed to be like natural and like things I shouldn't be talking. Like to me at this point, I'm 38 years old. I've been doing this since 1998 at Fordham. Like I want to be on 
almost like this grad level conversation of really, really specific points that I should be working on. Meanwhile, we've been stuck on, to me, what's like third grade level crap because I can't figure it out. So I'm in there right now trying to read this story with all these different variations in pitch and tone and speed. And then I play it back and it all sounds the same to me and I want to murder myself. Wow, that seems like an internal struggle yes. I would hate to live so with. So again, I don't need you tell me anything because I'm plenty hard on myself. But I have a feeling that as you're reading this, I'm now in the back of your head. And I didn't want to be that way, but you know, if that's the them's the breaks. The, again, stop inserting yourself into this. But I will, <laughs> I will say, the only way that you were in my head just now during this hot mess of a recording session was because I was afraid that you guys sitting outside my booth in the newsroom we're going to hear me reading this like psychological essay that I have in front of me and be like, what the heck is he doing? And I'm supposed to be in there like throwing my arms around, moving in my seat. So I, I was, I could feel you guys listening and hearing me, but that would have mattered whether you were there or not. Just any human being being within 15 feet of me was going to be an issue. You know, I sit here as the producer of the DA show bogus. Mm. I hear stories like this and I wonder what the heck are we doing with football picks between me and Robbie Rosenhaus and trying to give Robbie Rosenhaus a three-part series called Pardon the Indigestion Yeah. when sitting here we have a talent as as big as yours oh, yeah, thank you. beating yourself up over reading scripts? Yeah. I mean, we should have you and some other voice coach in there doing a segment once a week, and then at the end you get to call you know, the Liberty Bowl. Oh, is that, can we arrange that, the end game there? I, I would hope that DA— Are you th- powerful enough for that? Well, I would say this. DA's done enough college football now for Facebook Live that I think... Uh, or or maybe you call the LIFFL Super Bowl. Maybe that's the carrot at the end on Facebook Live. Oh, I, th- I think the way things are going right now, the easiest thing would be for next year, we go back to Boise because this year's trip goes so well. Up the ante next year. You call the game? I call the game. You are Booger McFarlane on the sideline. And Ooh. DA is Jason Witten. Bogish, I love that idea. Right? And I got to be, though, in the booger mobile that rides up and down the side. I would think the whole we could time. figure that out. <laughs> Maybe they can make it look like a giant potato. And I'm, and I'm just <laughs> they, sitting in it I like the sour cream. built, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> I am just the sour cream riding up and down the sideline of the blue turf. I mean, there's got to be some kind of potato parade that they have potato-themed oh. flows. We can just put you on, move you up and down the sideline, and there we go. Bogish, that is the best idea potentially in the history of the show. If right? we are sitting a year from now... And we're at Boise State, you know, Idaho Tech. Some huge Mountain West <laughs> <Right>. showdown. <laughs> and I'm in the Boogermobile, and you and DA are up in the booth. In full DA tux. can't put on enough makeup, by the way. The game's only on radio. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I noticed the, make- the makeup is new, but not as new as you made it out to be on Tuesday. It's been going on for, I'd say, within the last four weeks. I've noticed it. And I know he always did it for TV, and this was part of my Trash Tuesday. And I understand that it's supposed to look like a, a TV show, and I... And I'm partially busting his chops. If he feels more comfortable with the makeup and how it looks with our cameras because the quality is so good, fine. But the the problem is he caught me so off guard with two minutes from the cold open and he's powder puffering himself yeah. up like he's about to hit the runway. I think that might be the difference, that he does it at 9 o'clock while I'm doing my update. Maybe he used to do it in the bathroom or out of sight or when you left your production meeting, he did it right. real quick. Now he's doing it as the show is starting. And I'm trying to read sports news and I, and I see the powder going everywhere and the hand oh, moving around. No. And I want to make jokes. Right, or laugh. Not, right, but it's not the correct time. It is On the DA show, it's always the correct well, time. Well, not in my two-minute locked-in window for an update. There's no room for 
understand. Tomfoolery. So, so you agree with me it was a little ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. If I was him, I would do it, and I probably should do it anyway. So this is the ultimate part, by the way, of this whole show. You make fun of everybody else, but you put yourself in that shoe, right? and you would do it. Yeah, I would probably do it, but I would do it discreetly and hope you guys didn't notice. Your thoughts on his yoga pants look yesterday? I didn't notice the yoga pants yesterday. I mean, I, I, I think he's always dressed similarly. And I've actually liked the way he's dressed in recent time. I like his like boat shoe look, and I, not that I've been coming. I've commented, I'm not a big boat shoe guy. I see. I am. I think the eight pulls him off, and I like uh, his shirt catalog. I think has been on point Agreed. lately. Agreed. I really do. I think he's been more just when he came in. And I, again, I don't mind the skinny jeans. Look, these were too skinny. So either he put them through the dryer and they tightened up too much, or too many egg McMuffins for his now fat ass. Yeah, that, I don't know. That dryer effect sucks. On the first time they put on clean jeans and they're like a size smaller. You're like, What's I'm wrong telling with me? you, if I wore those pants. I would have gotten crushed in here. Oh, look at you. You look like Kevin Booth from behind. What are you doing? I make fun of him, and suddenly you know, I'm the bad guy. Well. It was tight. Too tight. I didn't notice the tightness of the pants. The I make up things on the table. I don't, I don't, I haven't noticed too tight pants yet, but now my Be eyes on are lookout. open. Be on a lookout. Well, this was a heck of a side B. Not where I thought we were going, but Thoughts we had some prayers to me. We had fun nonetheless, and we perhaps have the greatest show idea in the history of the DA show. Let's make it happen. Bogish and DA in the booth, Booger Mraz <laughs> in the baked potato down the sideline, and away we go. So we have a year for uh, Bogish to figure out how to be uh, how to pass his <laughs> no voice pressure. coach school, and then we'll we'll get there. So uh, you can follow Andrew uh, at Andrew Bogish, and you can follow me at Mraz TBS. Have a great week, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.